All right, we're back with another episode. Pat's never here, but he is what, here today. What episode is it? What episode is this? Bro? Four, I think. This is episode four, absolutely. Yeah. And why? And we could say that this is a primetime episode, if I may, at 6 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Primetime off and schedule? Yes, and we're doing this because that is what our viewers requested and listeners. Mm-hmm. Shout out Spotify and Amazon. Yeah. We had just like a group think session before we uh, before we went live and we were talking about all the analytics and yeah, this is what our viewers want, so this is what our viewers are getting. Speaking of giving our viewers what they want, we usually have zero Davises on the Pat's Never Here podcast because Pat's not here. So we decided to uh, up the ante a little bit. So we've got actually, uh, we've got a special guest here. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey everyone, my name's Alan, or better known as Pat Davis's little brother. <laughs> It's big little brother, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Are you from Canada? <laughs> yeah. Ireland, bro. <laughs> Represent. It's an episode of Peaky Blinders we got going on. I'm actually watching it right now. Our podcast is about diversity and nothing else, and it's the most possible diverse. Mm-hmm that a podcast can be and we're bringing that to everybody on episode four yeah and i mean if you think about my family just in general like we're a pretty diverse family i mean my brother's from canada and i'm from the u.s so i mean that tells you all you need to know it basically covers the whole globe so and pj has ties to everything right (laughs) if you really think about it think about with all the kids you've worked with and how many boots on the ground all over how many kids' lives you've touched? No. Why is that funny? No, it's not. Kind of seems like that's funny, PJ. It's not. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. I'm glad you didn't. This is a family show. Yep, family show. So, Alan, we have two rules here. Number one is no free ads. And number two is that it's a family show. Okay, it's Oh, we also enjoy dogs here. Is that uh, is that Ducky I hear? No, that was probably Louie, right? Oh, maybe. Nope, that was Oshi. Oshi. Yeah, I know. Louie's at home. I'm in the mobile studio. Oh, gotcha. Dude, no free ads. Shout out, shout out to uh, coolers for water. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> no free ads. And so, Alan, right. the main reason we wanted to bring you on here, um, we were kind of hoping that Pat wouldn't be here for this, so that way you could kind of speak freely, because <laughs> I feel like you're in a compromised position right now, where, depending on how you answer questions, things could get awkward at the Sunday uh, Sunday Davis dinner. <laughs> All right. But uh, Alan's his own man. He does what he and, wants. You know, that's what we really expect about him. He's nothing but integrity. And so, even Here's though Alan is not beholden by corporate fat cat interests and donors like Pat is, okay, and he can't—he cannot be censored. He will not be censored. Are you from Canada? <clears throat> yeah, no, nope. we'll we'll cut that out. <laughs> cut, cut there. <clears throat> 
All right. So our listeners, like I would say the one thing that they've taken away from this podcast through three plus episodes so far is that Pat, unreliable, mobile studio, and has a dog named Louie. And so Alan, I really want to kind of know like, cause I've known Pat for a long time, but I don't, I don't know him as long as, or I haven't known him as long as you've known him. So I'm hoping that you can kind of give our viewers a little bit of insight in terms of like maybe some of the, like, I don't want to say like capstone events, but like maybe some of those things that have happened in Pat's life that have maybe led to him being such an unreliable human being. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough question. I mean, I would consider myself just as unreliable as he is in a way. So you're blaming your parents. That's cool. Well, you know, our mom's maiden name is early, but she was late to everything. Mm. That's good. Is that real? Dude, that shut up, real. Paula Davis. Oh, 100%. Paula Early. Good, that's authentic. Some Our listeners might feel that that was scripted, but we're telling you it's, it's authentic. <laughs> hey, good stuff. Anyone else feel like they're on a first date? <laughs> Going off of the maiden name being early, but she's late. Or that would imply that you end up showing up. PJ, you're frozen. Oh, he's back. Let's go through technology. Um, we feel as though unreliability in the sense of you're never there. Dude, shout out, Pat's never here. So, <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the ironic thing is is that I am here. Uh, one that is ironic. <laughs> uh, num- <laughs> number, number I think that's two. one of the best parts about the show is the ironies. Yes. Do you do you think that I've missed an unacceptable percentage of the pods? You know what? That's not for me to decide. That's not for Evan to decide. That's for our listeners to decide. So, listeners at home, if you feel that Pat <laughs> has missed an unacceptable number of episodes, please hit that like button. <laughs> crush, crush the like button. Slam the please. subscribe button. Also, I we don't feel that you've missed an unacceptable amount. It's just the way that you miss them is troubling it's that's the unacceptable part right and listen i take i take full accountability for that dude incredible i don't know who else would dude how many podcasts have we missed and what are the reasons for it great question now pat's on a first that is that is a great question so I don't know the exact number of podcasts that I've actually missed that have occurred. I think there's really only one, maybe two that have occurred that I haven't been a part of. That said, there have been a handful of podcasts, episodes that would have taken place if I didn't bail last minute, which I think is really one of the biggest drivers of the name of the podcast of Pat's Never Here. But I don't know that I've missed a ton of actual podcast episodes that have taken place. Is that fa- is that a fair assessment of the situation? 
again, that's for our viewers to decide. <laughs> listeners at home. <laughs> I appreciate the rhetorical questions that you're kind of speaking out into the into the universe. And so hopefully we'll get a couple answers uh, in the very not so not so distant future. We're going to look at the yeah. analytics and we're going to determine what an acceptable number of misses is. And I think the second part of the question about the reason why, um, as I so graciously explained to PJ and Evan, I'm really bad at planning and I'll agree to something without looking at my, my calendar. And up until recently, the podcast episodes weren't necessarily on like a, you know, quote unquote, uh, standing basis they were happening at a regular time every single week um now that's changed which i think has definitely helped with my attendance um you know that's probably one of the biggest factors i'm listen i'm a busy guy you know, i got a lot going on he's got a lot of balls in the air sounds like he doesn't want to do it without me you know what he's one for one when uh, when alan's here true good point all right, Evan, I see you've got a hand raised. Is there a question, comment, concern? Um, I'm actually going to lower the hand because I forgot what I was going to ask. All right, sounds good. Good good oh. talk. Yep. Absolutely. All right, this, this is good stuff, guys. Well, this is the worst podcast in 2023. Probably 2022 as well, for sure. Maybe. We're shooting for the bottom. Because at that point, once you get there, you really can only go up. Yeah, you can't. They can't delist the. They can't delist the podcast. I think that's a really fair point. Like, you always hear that phrase, like the race to the bottom. Like, dude, we're right, <laughs> right in it. <laughs> what does that actually mean? Where did that come from? Somewhere, someone. Peach is filled with useless information that's so surface level that if you question him about it. He can provide crumble immediately. Work. <laughs> right. Yes. As long as nobody um, questions the words that come out of my mouth, we're good. Quickly, a uh, thing that's brought up. I mean, we've only done uh, this is our fourth episode, but it's been brought up on at least two. Um, Alan, a certain Instagram post you made back in the day, on a particular day, uh, it was a Father's Day. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he knows where we're um, going. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Um, is that post still up? I actually, I don't have Instagram anymore. Okay. So much like your brother, you deleted all social media. In a way. Did you delete your Instagram because of that post? Um, no. Oh God, no. That was the funniest thing I've ever did. It was very funny. If we maybe perhaps one day, because if it's, if it's posted on the internet, it's gotta be somewhere. I'm sure there's some creep out there that screen was only screenshotting Alan Davis's Instagram posts in like another <laughs> in another country somewhere. Um, we'll find you. Um, you know what we should do? Maybe next episode, PJ, if you can fire up a like share your screen when we talk about analytics, you can actually show our analytics, which is just a screenshot of what you sent us, which is equates to like three episodes at the time and like negative views or something crazy like yeah. that i think it was like negative four views yeah but yeah, we, uh briefly alan if you wanted to um 
if you wanted to take us through the thought process behind that post, um, where the inspiration came from, at any point where you like, is this a good idea? But as I mentioned previously, like you will not be censored. You're not beholden to corporate interests um, or your donors like Pat is. I'm not a corporate. You say what you want, you do what you want. I think it'd be helpful for the listeners at home just to, you know, before before Alan gets into, you know, the thought process behind. Before he gets to the why, we want to know the what, right? Yeah, we got to know, we got to know the what. Like, I need yeah. a summary of, of what was posted. And I will say, like, so for our, for our loyal view- listeners who have been listening from the very beginning. Bingo. They've heard the, I want to say, like, the Cliff Notes version. No free ads. Um, but certainly haven't gotten the full story and certainly haven't gotten it straight from the horse's mouth. So yeah, Alan, if you could just like in your own words, maybe just quickly summarize like what the substance of the post was. And then, uh, to circle back to Evan's question, maybe the why. (laughs) (laughs) This is, uh, this is making kind of sound like a sociopath, but that's all right. That's what we're here for. You said I'm not going to be censored. Um, there, there really is no why other than so so let me lay it out for you i took a picture in front of my pizza shop where we keep all of the uh the empty chairs for the customers to sit in and i i drew in a stick figure uh who i claimed to be my father and said hey you're look, you're, 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 you're departed father correct on father's day um, yeah. and for the listeners who don't know um my father's been gone for almost 10 years now so uh, why did I do it? I thought it was funny. Uh, um, I thought I thought the reactions of people being shocked and wondering why I would post something like that was funny. <laughs> like that's, there's, no, there's no depth. I'm just psycho. <laughs> Dude, you're you're right up here on the surface. You're just like me, so I can I can totally relate to that and I respect it. It was just like it's a, it's, I, I thought it would be funny. I still think it's funny. It's a fit. We're still thinking it's funny. We're talking about it years later. Honestly, fair, I think it's a fair Dad, play. I think Dad would think that that's funny. I uh, do. I yeah. He'd think it's hilarious. Yeah. That's That's funny. That's good stuff. He's like, wow, my kid grew up to be a funny guy. Do we feel? Do you recall any of the reactions that you received? on the post or maybe perhaps in person depending on who saw the post and what they said i would like to know like what the fallout was of the of the yeah post. backlash fallout or praise if i don't know like you saw do we lose him he's just gathering his thoughts. that was to you you got another coffee here no i'm i'm here did he ask me yeah. if what i thought yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't. You you yeah. saw? What did you think? You thought it was funny, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely thought it was. I definitely laughed. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought it was. I thought it was funny. I thought it was equal parts funny and you know insensitive, but it was definitely <laughs> funny. And I I think when I saw, it, I think my immediate thoughts were wow, that's funny. And also, what is mom going to think about that? Yeah, she, she was the only one who wasn't really happy about it. I'm sure Kristen was mad too, but she got over it. Yeah. 
Well, it's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. And I would say like from an outside of the family perspective, it was hard for us immediate like in the immediate aftermath, it was hard for us to tell whether it was like a satire post or whether it was like actual like I'm glad you're here type of deal. And so hearing it from you that it was purely like for like laughs, I think it makes it like that much better. Oh yeah, it was purely cynical. Was Do you PJ, did you actually think for a second that that was legitimate, like, I'm grieving the loss of my father post? <laughs> I actually feel like that, now that I'm thinking about it more, I think that would be even, like, even, like, a step up in terms of, like, the comedy. But no, I, like, in my heart of hearts, I knew that it was just purely for laughs. Or to use Alan's words, like, just purely cynical. But I think a yeah. little part of me hoped that it was truly heartfelt. Because I'm also cynical. Do we feel like a stick figure representation in a pizza shop is heartfelt? Who knows? We all grieve in different ways. Not a dude, not up to us, up to our listeners. Yeah, that's true. That's a great question. If you feel that. What? Our our (laughs) listeners are stick figures in a pizza shop stick figures in a pizza shop i think that if it was truly like a a a heartfelt you know i don't know i I feel like you know maybe he would have tried to like you know actually draw a person (laughs) i'm not (laughs) a very good artist i feel like if i was going to draw a picture of my departed father i feel like the best representation i'd be able to do would be a stick figure would you quick question would you draw him with all 10 fingies or with the missing ones. I mean, it would have to be the missing <laughs> ones. I wouldn't say missing. I'd with say the, pos- the, the the fraction figures. With opposable thumbs. Yes. That would You should do that. You, you know what we should do? Maybe for Father's Day this year, I'll draw a stick picture of my dad and give it to him with his fraction fingers. Yo, that would be so yeah. funny. <laughs> and you know what he's going to do? He'll take that and he'll take your Emmett Smith plaque that you got him. He's gonna put that picture over Emmett Smith, and then he's gonna no, hit, me with that. hit you with the Emmett. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I wonder if he still has that. Next time I go to their house, I gotta check. I, I think it's up the basement. In, yeah, I think it's in the basement window at at uh, six six seven Bridgewood. <laughs> you left <laughs> you just it. left it there. Dude, it's your mom weird. was your mom. <laughs> your mom was probably like. Hey John, don't forget the uh, don't forget the Emmett Smith plaque. And PJ's like, "Yep, got it. It's the first thing yeah. I packed." He's like, "Really? Because I'm looking at it downstairs." Yep, I'll get it. Don't worry. Yeah it's, on, yeah, it's on my list. Yeah, got it. He goes down and punches it through the window. He's like, "All right, I grabbed it." <laughs> oh man, Alan, that's a uh, that's an incredible colored green wall you have back there. Did you do that, or was that did that come with the house? I uh, I had it done. Those lines are clean. Whoever did that was a professional. I have regrets. <laughs> it looked better on paper. <laughs> the, the wall looks almost like carpeting. It's kind of uh It's like a weird stucco material. It's, that's what it is. Stucco. Yeah. Thank you for the terminology. What was your thought process behind hey, let's get a wall and paint, you know, let's paint this wall green. Let me hire somebody. 
what was that kind of thought like we're like ah, i need a new wall color well i think you already saw it on his hat like go uh go irish shout out ireland yeah shout out ireland I bet That's the other walls are orange. You can see the white and green downstairs. already. Sorry, there was a little bit of crosstalk. Could you repeat that? So when it, when it came to painting the different rooms, <laughs> I put more thought in the rooms downstairs. I don't do anything up here. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, dude. Okay. There was uh, did you get the, did you get the uh, fire damage taken care of at the house? I did, yes. Nice. When um, we say taken care of, what do you mean? Cited and everything. She's 100. percent Evan, how how quickly also, after when did that happen? Oh, it was. It was pretty quick. And briefly going off that, I do remember. I think I wasn't home at the time, but I think either you told me or somebody else told me that you attempted to put the fire out by taking the garbage can from the kitchen. Filling, filling it up with water from the faucet, and then you attempted to dump the water from the garbage can on raging fire in front of house. Um, it wasn't dude. raging at that point. It was just smoldering. My head. Was, was just, I mean, you got to My head was in the game. I was thinking, just now. Here's the thing: fight, flight, freeze. You were fighting, dude. Oh yeah, he was fighting for the house. Fight. Fight, flight, freeze, fill up kitchen garbage can with water to try and put house out. Those are the four ups of, uh, yeah. Those are the four options. Well, Speaking. I mean, if you think about it, it was strategic. I wanted people to know that I was here. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> Don't matter. You know what? The only thing keeping you from actually putting that fire out was just how quickly the water was coming out of the faucet. But you can't control that. Horrible pressure. Yeah. Assuming pressure was higher, bucket fills up faster. I mean, you're the fire's out. We're, I, you're fire's out before the fire department's there, and fire department's like thirty seconds. There, there's no fire. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like, why'd you call? If I had better water pressure, we're not having this conversation. Right. Podcast never starts. Evan's still living with Alan. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you, Evans House, for actually catching on fire so that we could have this podcast. As an almost 30-year-old male. Yes. I'll never forget yeah. that. I'll never forget that phone call. From who? Evans fran- from you. The frantic Evan did phone call about Alan lighting his house on fire. Did I call did I call you? Yeah, you did. You called me. How did, the, how did that conversation go? It was uh, it was something along the lines of, dude, have you heard from Alan? And I was like, no, I have not heard from Alan. Why are you asking? He lit his house on fire. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? He lit his house. I got home from work and the fire department I should... was there. Dude, I, I honestly thought like, I thought people would die. So I was, dude, I was preparing you for this. Potential death of your brother. <laughs> In case you came over and you found his charred remains inside the house, I wanted you to be prepared, oh, man. Dude, Pat would have been drawing two stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, what a wild time! Yeah, 
Yeah. But you know what? It all worked out for the best, I think. Alan's house did not burn down. He's still very much alive. The house is invincible. I'm invincible. Dude, what, doesn't, what doesn't kill the house makes it stronger. Yeah, no, the funny thing is about that is we were, I was sitting in the living room watching 13 Reasons Why. Don't ask me why. And all of a sudden, it, you know, starts to get dark. Like clouds are rolling in, you know, I can see shade in front of the window. And I'm like, ah, storm must be rolling through. No, that was smoke from the fire. And then all of a sudden, people start banging on my door. Get out of the house. The house is on fire. And I was like, what? No, it's not. And I look out the window. It's on fire. Man. Smelled like someone was barbecuing. That's when he jumped into action. Yeah, Took the trash right. out of his kitchen garbage can. Began filling it up. Someone was like- barbecuing. They were barbecuing your porch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, good stuff, Pat. We had my, uh, vinyl siding for dinner. Nice. Alan, I feel like uh, tragedy just kind of follows you wherever you go. What was that? Um, the story with your car um, when you were driving out to work that one day. Um, I don't remember all the details. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Oh, and I totaled my Esther, my Yes. Yes. No, uh, no Priets, but yes. That car was haunted. I was haunted for sure. I uh, go on. So I accidentally left the key in the car and it was a push to start. So I didn't think about it. And then some crack. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so there was a crack pipe left in my car. So she stole my car, goes on a joyride, literally all around the greater Rochester area, and then ends up in downtown, smashes into a building. She gets arrested for, you know, a litany of charges. You you name it, she got arrested for it. And then she ended up uh, making it so that she no longer exists while she was in jail. So I think she was haunting my car. Sounds pretty. So, uh, in terms of crack, wait, crackheads. She's pretty uh, handy. She was killed in jail. By her own hand, yeah. Is that real? 100%. Okay, so just to clarify, because I feel like this needs to be said <clears throat> succinctly, once, <clears throat> excuse me, your car was stolen yep. by a crackhead. And yes. you know this because there was a crack pipe, alleged, allegedly a crack, crack pipe that she used in your car that she had taken and went for a joyride around the greater Rochester area, wound up in downtown, crashed into a building. Something happened. She's arrested. Mr. Davis, we have your car. Okay, she's in jail for this and presumably other charges associated with possibly crack pipe and stolen car, whatever, commits suicide in jail. This is what you're saying. Yeah, and the crack pipe was concerned or confirmed, no alleged. I saw it with my Okay, so no allegedly with the crack pipe. Okay, wow. That's I feel like I knew about. I remember at a at a uh, Davis family dinner back in the day, um, you being upset because I think actually the 
wasn't there somebody at the table that was like working at a fucking body shop or something for like our car auto body shop and your Nissan was there like getting repaired and you kept asking me you're like when am I getting my car back it's been there for three months and he's like oh we're working on it um I remember that part dude don't remember the part about her committing suicide in jail oh yeah no she definitely she definitely killed herself wow um, and you say that that you your car? That? I remember, well, so they had to keep my car for evidence because there was a lot of stolen merchandise from a lot of people all over town. Drug paraphernalia, so, among other things, yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of baseball cards. I still have them. Like baseball cards, football cards. I've got they let you So you're in possession of stolen property. They were, they were released into my custody by the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was awarded to yeah. you. They took the crack out, <laughs> So quick on your feet, dude. Yeah. You should look into a career in, in law. You know, it's funny. Really the County Sheriff's Department, they're not requiring the civil service exam anymore. So I thought about it. They're not? I, I heard Monroe County was one of the few. Shout out Monroe okay, County so Sheriff's Department. Shout out Monroe County Sheriff's Department. Again, we're going to pause here. Just to clarify for our viewers, you're saying Monroe County Sheriff's Department in New York State, because we're an international show, no longer requires the civil service exam. Correct. Based on his knowledge, like, that's, that's, I mean, he's dropped more knowledge in the 30 minutes we've been on than we have in the three episodes we've done so far. So this, this is true. Uh, so you're breaking stuff here. It is. So you say that your car was haunted after this woman stole your car, did crack pipe donuts around the city, and then killed herself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was definitely some negative energy in that can you give a couple ex- effect. Can you give a couple examples? Um, I mean, the really only example you need is when I totaled it on Ridge Road, when I smashed into a mailbox, which... Seems like that could be, that could be on you, though. Yeah, uh, that was not Mother Nature. It was inclement weather, right? That was, yeah, that was Mother Nature's, uh, Mother Nature's fault. I had no control in that situation. And you want to know what? I got a speeding ticket. Because the cop failed to realize that. So it sounds like you were speeding. No, here's the <laughs> thing. I, I did a 180. My, the driver's side door hit the mailbox. Not the passenger side. I spun all the way around. I picked up velocity. It wasn't my fault. And you know what? The guy had the, the mailbox concreted into the ground, reinforced with steel. That's illegal. I could have sued him. I should have. I think you still can. Uh, statute of limitations. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Dude, just, so are you claiming? Are you are you claiming claiming that you weren't speeding and it was simply that like the velocity in which you hit the mailbox was because of like the centripetal force that was caused by your car spinning on the road? Oh, for definitely. When I, so my passenger tire, the front passenger tire got sucked in by the snow drift. So when I spun around, it kicked up a bunch of snow. All I saw was white. I thought I was dead already. 
and I hit that mailbox and then slid into three other cars. And I had to climb out of the back because all the doors were smashed. Jesus. It was insane. Literally, I thought I was dead. And all while this okay. was happening, the guy is running his uh, his speed gun on you? No, and he showed us two hours later. And he said that you were speeding? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I didn't end up getting the ticket. I fought it and it was dropped, but... Yeah, I was going to say, like, unless he's got you on... Unless he's got you on the radar gun. I thought you were saying that he had you on the radar gun, like, while you were spinning around. Like, yeah, we had you clocked at 317 miles an hour. <laughs> it, so- it sounds like you... So you spun spinning, hitting multiple other vehicles, hitting a mailbox. Um, Did you rip yeah, out the I mean, mailbox that was concreted down and then reinforced nah. with steel? Oh, yeah. It was all the way out of the ground. All the way. Oh. Well, you're still here. Honestly. It's a miracle. Unfortunately. Sounds, it sounds like the crack lady was a guardian angel more than anything. Yeah. She's I mean, at the here. end of the day, you got new, new to you, new to you, football cards and baseball cards. So it kind of sounds like you're up. Yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I could I could put them on the Amazon. I could sell them real quick. Yeah, no free ads. Any notable any notable athletes? Mm, I'd have to look through them again. It's been years, but you still have them. Yeah. What car are you driving now? I have a Colorado. Oh, that's right. Yeah, upgrade. Yeah. From, I just, dude, I just picture um somebody. Smoking crack in a Nissan Rogue doing donuts <laughs> <laughs> around the greater Rochester area. Yeah, that could be Nissan's new marketing <laughs> commercial for 2023. Yeah, a new a cra- crackhead can drive this vehicle into a, into a building and it'll be good just after five months in the in the auto shop. Yeah, yeah. is your that was Scott, right? Was that Scott, the guy who was the big auto shop guy? Yeah. 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 This, That's Teresa. Is Scott husband. still. Shout out to Scott. Oh, she. Okay. Looks good. Shout out Scott. Yeah. Yeah, she married him. So, Scott. Proud of you, Scott. Does Benjamin call him dad? Nope. That would be weird. What does he call no. him? I think he's not even going to call you just call him Papa Scott. <laughs> I'm never gonna call him Dad, even if there's a fire. <laughs> I think he just calls him by his name. Even if there's a I picture, I picture Pat taking a spoon and. Biting, biting down his, and eating his coffee. Right? Biting, yeah. biting his coffee, yeah. For Seems our like listeners slash soon-to-be viewers, yeah, well, it's because it's what he does. For our listeners slash soon-to-be viewers, Pat is notorious for biting his utensil when shoveling stuff into his mouth, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I feel like it's really bad for, for your garbage. teeth. But his teeth are fine, dude. Yeah, it's probably also bad for his jaw, and his jaw is not fine. It's actually proven to be. Do you very do that? My teeth. Yeah. 
Do you do that, Alan? Do you bite down on your utensils? I don't think so. I'm more of like a waterfall kind of guy. Like I'll put the spoon <laughs> in my mouth and then mm. gently. You know. What about when you have things like on a fork like that you stabbed? Do you That's just like fun. shake it in your mouth until it falls out? No, you know what? I must be a utensil biter. You're not like a lip scooper? No. Well, if I'm eating ice cream, I'll violate the spoon. But other than that... <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that utensil biting it is hereditary. Yeah, it's hereditary. Do we feel like your dad must have done that then? Oh, absolutely. You think that's a Davis mom, thing and not a... Uh... I don't know. Well, do you still read the cereal box when you eat cereal, Pat, or is it just me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't usually, I don't usually, well, I will say this, I, I haven't eaten cereal in a while, but when I do, I usually don't read the box anymore. He eats it too quick to be able to read the box. He used to use it as a partition because he didn't want to look at me while he was eating cereal. And then so, because <laughs> I had no one to talk to, I would look at my cereal box. That's good stuff. Is that true, Pat? Yeah, it's true. It's been a while <laughs> since you've had a hankering for cereal, Pat. You used to, uh... <coughs> Every once in a while, I'll I'll buy a box and, like, literally just eat the entire thing in one sitting. <laughs> and then I feel so sick. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I'm like, I'm never having cereal again. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, I, I'm like a six-year-old. And then he doesn't eat it until enough time has passed that he's forgotten that feeling. Yes. <laughs> I'm, legit, I'm legitimately like a, like a six-year-old boy. I'll be in the I'll be in the store and I'll be like, well, I want cereal right now, and I'll buy like the sugariest, like most childish cereal you can think of, and I'll get home and I'll be so pumped up and just so juiced up that I'm about to eat cereal. His and, hands are shaking as he's opening the box. And I I have like this weird ritual too, like when I not a ritual, but like the way that I'm. The way that I like prepare the bowl of cereal is psychotic. It's honestly a sight to be seen. Like I, I pour the cereal into the bowl, and then I, as I'm as I'm introducing the milk to the to the situation, I'm You're like introducing milk to the equation. Yeah, I, I'm like I rotate the bowl so that like there's an, just an even. I don't even know why I do this, but I, just, I always have. You know, like a little little rotation of the bowl as I'm pouring the milk in and then you know that honestly makes a lot of sense though because otherwise like what do you have to do you have to like submerge some of the cereal so that it'll get wet yeah and I still like I mean I still have to do that anyways but like I don't eat a normal obviously don't eat a normal amount of cereal when I do eat it um because like I'm pretty sure when you look at the the side of the box when it talks about like the nutrition facts and like serving size and everything I'm, I'm almost certain like a serving size of cereal is like one quarter of a cup which like I, probably five or six cups in a box yeah and like i usually don't get a normal size box either i'm usually family getting size. the family the size family box size. yes correct let me ask you this do you have a bowl specifically for eating cereal yeah it's a yeah. it's a mixing bowl 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna think it was gonna be like one of those big like popcorn bowls, but a mixing bowl makes sense. Yeah, no, I have, uh, we have these different colored mixing bowls and there's one in particular that I use that is like the perfect size. Is it the and... green one from Wegmans? No, no, it's no, it's it's not the uh, it's not the green one from the local grocery chain. Is it stainless steel or is it like ceramic? It's neither. It's plastic. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Over two PJ. Yeah. <laughs> There's only but... so many options. <laughs> is it stainless steel or ceramic? No, zero. But. Um... I was yeah, wondering I, if it, I, I was I, wondering if it was stainless steel because I could just imagine like the spoon scraping on the metal and Meg being in the other room, be like, "Oh no!" Just knowing <laughs> that he's relapsed. <laughs> oh, she knows when I'm when I'm gonna have some cereal. Mm-hmm. When it's cereal time? Have you guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you guys <laughs> talked? Have you guys talked about cereal off. time before? What's is that, that like one? Is have, have you guys talked about serial time? Like, is it one of like the big hangups in the relationship? No, it's it's fine. I mean, she doesn't necessarily like care to. Like, she knows it's just me. one of those things you got to do. Yeah, she doesn't want to like be around me while I'm eating cereal, but you know, <laughs> I get that. It's Pat's time. It's Pat's. Uh, it's Pat's private time. Dims the lights. <laughs> he has a playlist that he turns on just for eating cereal. Pat's playlist. Pat's private time party cereal playlist. Yeah. What kind of music Honestly, do you think on Pat's been, cereal playlist? Cereal's been a big part of my life. It's it's so weird. It's got him through a lot of tough times. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Alan, would you have... say that cereal's been a big part of your life? It has. Yeah. I, I'd like you <laughs> to kind of like expand. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's always been there when I needed it. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I can't just leave it at that. Like, what do you mean it's been a big part of your life? Like, well, so... Let me tell you something. I had a uh, pretty terrible cereal experience just a couple weeks ago, and I haven't recovered yet. I'm sorry so... for triggering you by having all the cereal talk. No, it's all right. You know, the best way to heal is to talk about it. So <laughs> I went <laughs> I went to Wegmans during that snowstorm we had. Yeah, no free ads. When everything was <laughs> <laughs> on the throughway for, for what? Just drive. It's snow. But anyway, I go to Wegmans and I'm like, ah, you know, I'll probably in for a little bit. So I got myself some cereal. Reese's Puffs, (laughs) standard. Nice. Family size. Why not? Family size because it's a family show. Actually, I'll I'll accept that. Absolutely. And come on. I know I'm going to eat it. So I go over to the cooler and guess what? There's no milk. I was like, well, I'm not putting this back. So I tried an alternative. I tried that lactate BS. Oh no. Bad move. Oh no, is right. I bought two gallons of it because I was like, well, I got a lot of food. That's a, that's a mistake. I had uh I had one bowl of uh cereal with water. It was the consistency of water, but milk colored. It was gross. 
<laughs> I had to muscle through it, and then I ended up dumping the rest of it down the drain. Haven't had cereal since. Wow. What's the what's the thought process <laughs> behind buying two gallons of it? Oh man, they don't have the thing I want. They have the thing that I've never had and probably won't enjoy. I better buy two months' supply of it. Yeah, I better buy twice as much as I would have. What can I say? I go all in. I, I, I lead with my whole heart. I respect I the hustle. So. Oh man, that's funny. That's good stuff. Yeah, I lead. You know what? You, you were being punished for your insensitivity regarding the snowstorm that was taking place across New York State. It was the lady who stole my car. I mean, you still got the baseball cards and the, and the football cards, though, so. That's true. Yeah. I think you're still up, even though you're even though you're down two gallons of lactate. Yeah. You're okay. still up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just thinking about sure it now makes me nauseous. It was terrible. Yeah. I can see you're getting a little flush. It seems like you're getting a little upset. I'm sorry, this is a, this is a sore subject. We can change it. He's going to yak on camera. It's not going to be good. Yeah. So, Alan, you were telling a story earlier and you were talking about um, taking place at the pizza shop. Um, for our listeners that don't know, Alan, big in the pizza game. Um, what's, uh, what's the best pizza in Rochester without naming any names? So essentially you're trying to get me to do what Sonny D did and make orange juice without using oranges. Got it. All right. So the best pizza in Rochester is the one that is the thinnest and the crispiest. Use use the highest, uh, the most, the highest quality, freshest ingredients. You know, that's definitely a plus but not the pizza we usually associate with those words. Mm. You know, so, uh, like a New York style thin crust, is that what you're saying? Absolutely. So what goes into I mean, making if you, a good- If you get a pizza any other way, get out of my face. So what goes, into making a, what goes into making a good pie then? What goes into making a good pie? Love. <laughs> All of Alan's love goes into the pizza. I, I make, Every single pizza I make is made with the love shared between a mother and child. Alan's love goes right on <laughs> top tell. of the pizza. <laughs> oh man, is that after? Is that before or after you ingested two gallons of lactate? That love. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Though I will say, I didn't have to go to the bathroom the next day at work after having that lactate milk. So there might be something to it. Just make it taste better. Jesus. Shout out to lactose intolerant people. If you are if lactose lact- intolerant and you're listening to this yeah. podcast, slam that subscribe Got button it. for more <laughs> for more lactose free content. It's good stuff. Yeah. Now I make beach pizzas if I'm making it for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, makes sense. That's how I got to be this pizza conglomerate that you see today. Pizza conglomerate, I like that. Dude, with custom kind of... green walls. Custom green stucco paneled walls. Stucco <laughs> That's dumb. We'll, we'll cut that. Sorry. Yeah, we can cut that. 
do we feel like this is a good a good spot to wrap her up? Yeah, I think so. I just pulled into the driveway. Wow. Perfect time. So you were on your phone while driving? Yeah, mobile studio. I... <laughs> oh, that's I right. I'll pulled over one time on the, on the pod. People are going to start thinking that you live out of your car, Pat. I live in my... Pat is the crackhead. <laughs> and Pat's living out of, living out of his brother's car. Pat, you have to promise us, if you ever get pulled over while we're doing an episode because you're on your phone, you have to stay unmuted the entire time. Oh, yeah, I will. And I'll interview the police officer for the pod. Yep, to say, hey, sorry, just so that you're aware before you try and write me a ticket. I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. And then say, hold the, stick the phone in their face, turn the camera on and say, hey, I'm recording this. And I'll say, I know my rights. Yes. Name and badge number. (laughs) All right, I'm running. I'm running, gentlemen. This has been great. Okay, episode four in the books. Shout out Alan, special guest. Great great job, everyone. Glad to be here. We'll meet him back on the next one. All right. Oh, Pat actually actually left. We can start the real episode now. (laughs) (laughs) He actually heard that. That's crazy. Dude, I bet like... He can't have it. He can't have it on in the house. No no podding. No podcasting in the house. No pod in the house. If I see... You, I, if I even sense that you're on a podcast in this house, you stupid son of a bitch, I will kick you out of this house. Even though I pay, even though you paid for this house, I will kick you out of this house. He's probably Just in the kidding. dog I'm house sure already. It's probably, it's probably 200 yards within the house. It's got a restraining order on the podcast from the house. Pat's violating it right now just by being in his car in the driveway. He had to get off. Pat's beholden to his big, his big corporate donors. And Louie. And Louie. Dude, All this right. was sweet. Thanks for this jumping on, bro. Yeah, thank you for coming on, Alan. We'll, uh, we'll definitely be having you back, unless our uh, listeners don't want you back. Oh, I think they're going to want me back. <laughs> I think so. Dude, I hope so. I mean, I could get, I could be more interesting. I just, like, just how you are, buddy. Oh, how sweet. You're, you're just interesting enough. Two Davises are better than one, I guess. Better than none. True. That is true. Actually, I don't know if that's true. I think it needs to be like a zero or two thing. All or nothing. I don't think that's true. You don't think so? I mean, dude, maybe. Dude, it's not up to us. It's up to our listeners, bro. It's a 50-50 shot. Either it is or it isn't. We We take a stand on nothing. We stand for nothing. Our listeners stand for everything. That's it. All right. Thanks, guys. See you, dude.